It's Ash. And Anderson. Giving you embarrassing stories. And cringe-worthy topics. So you can feel better about yourselves. Actually, can we use that as like the beginning of all of our episodes? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. As like a little good luck charm, for <laughs> <laughs> the hope of another episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How are you? Good. What's, What's been happening? On? Um, do we do that? Do we care about each other's lives in between pod uh, in between podcasts, or are we just jumping straight into topic hot topics? Considering that last time we had three years between us and we didn't even mention the distance or the time frame once, I don't think it matters. I don't think it matters. So we actually don't care about it. No, we don't give a shit. Um, So I heard from a little birdie. Mm. And by little birdie, it's bad. (laughs) (laughs) Tweet, tweet, motherfucker. Twitter's no longer a thing. Uh, Yeah, who gives a fuck though? It's just porn. I know, and it's so aptly named X. Yeah, right? Did your and the whole black thing? Oh, as a previous or still current, or oh, I don't know what the hell's going on with your job, job career, but a graphic designer. How do you feel about Bye Bye Bird and Hello X? No, it's terrible. Isn't it bad? I think it's really bad. Too. It's really awful. Yeah, it's a really bland logo. The brand identity is well, they haven't thought anything out. It still uses the word retweet. Uh, yeah. It still uses the word tweet. Yeah. Everything, it's just like so slapdash. Talking about it makes me so angry because that man yeah. spent $44 billion. To ruin something. It's just such like, I hate to say it, but like such straight white man energy. Truly. Like, oh God. I just I know so many people just like that that would just do that. Would spend $44 billion. Oh, not spend that much money, but just like think that they're king shit and just go in and just like, oh yeah, I'm totally gonna make this an amazing thing and then just fucking ruin it. I mean, no lie, if I had $44 billion, I'd probably do something similar. But I do not have the privilege or the entitlement to think I could. Exactly. Um, That's what sets you apart, babe. Thanks. (laughs) Um, So yeah, no, I think the branding terrible and... I will say, though, pretty apt because everything on Twitter for me is porn. Oh. Everything. But, you know, straight people are shocked when I say that. So I said that to two work colleagues the, uh, last week, and they were like, what do you mean porn? And I was like, what do you mean not porn? Like, it, it didn't compute in my brain. I'm sorry. If you don't have, like, titties and <laughs> penis shots yeah. on the main, then yeah. what are you doing? Like, literally, that is, like, what that platform is yeah. for. And one uses it just for political updates. And, like, fair, your own fault. And, <laughs> and then the other one was like, oh, yeah, I just really can't get into it. It's just, like, random people just, like, going off. And I'm like, yeah, but, like, what about the porn? And he was like, huh? He? He as well, yeah. Was and he... then I showed him a like, little scroll of mine, and he was like, my eyes are bleeding. My <laughs> eyes are bleeding. I will say I need to stop the habit because at work I have multiple screens. Mm. And... <laughs> 
sometimes when I think I'm being very surreptitious, I would have Good Twitter way. up on my browser. And it's not surreptitious. <laughs> that is not work appropriate. It is not good, buddy. <laughs> because the first thing that pops up is like 12 inch cock ruining someone's bottle. I'm sorry. Destroy <laughs> the destroyer. But then admittedly, like the feed afterward is like 12 steps to like cuddle your pug. <laughs> to clip their nails, you know? Like I yeah, anyways, my my Twitter feed is problematic. So I feel like the X mm. is well named for the function it of what it is. Mark the spot. Oh, quite clever, mm. Ashley. I think actually he said that in a tweet. X oh, marks the spot. Gross. So yeah, that no, right. is so gross. <laughs> um, so I heard from a little birdie mm. that you were going to miss out on today's recording because you had things to do. She's busy. I'm calling you out. What are you doing? I'm going on holiday. <laughs> Wait, why like, is that the thing that makes you giggle? Why are you so nervous? Because uh, I don't want to stalk her, like, finding me on my holiday because they're, like, so popular. <laughs> yeah, because our 10 listeners. Yeah, yeah right. There's got to be one crazy yeah. out there. Um, yeah, no, uh, yeah, going on holiday. So there will be a three-week hiatus on this podcast. Shocking. <laughs> I don't know how the 10 listeners will cope. Um, I lied. It's like seven. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so going to Italy. Specifically via? Another Landis group. And what is that? <laughs> For the listener. No one needs to know. <laughs> <sighs> um, it is a massive cruise ship full of 4,000 gays. Fear. <laughs> Can I ask? Yes. How You're going much? To nothing stopping me. <laughs> and the iceberg ahead. <laughs> Dead ahead. How much was it? You don't uh, have to tell the actual. I actually don't. Um, my partner has paid for it, and then I have to. Uh, then and then I'm just paying him. But I didn't pay. I know. First installment was like 1,500, and then the second installment was 1,500, and then the last installment, which is a bigger installment, is more. So probably like five grand, maybe? So I said to my partner, Yeah. Imagine paying five grand to float on a boat with 4,000 judgmental hot alpha gains and not being able to escape. Mm -hmm. It is. Dun, 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 dun. My greatest fear. And there we go, people. There we go, listener. <laughs> <laughs> we drop from seven to one. one. <laughs> <laughs> Such a high likelihood, honestly. <laughs> um, yeah, totally. Massive. Well, that's why I'm spiraling. That's why I'm like uncomfortable with the whole entire topic of like going away on an Atlantis cruise. Ah. What was... Who just... Shocking, shocking fun fact. I'm not one of those alpha days. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know, I, I generally, I have seen so many Instagram feed, like video feeds of mm. people. They love doing a particular thing. They love getting their camera and doing a scan of the deck, like oh, the yeah, main yeah. party deck. Yeah. And it looks like a scene from Dante's Hell. It is like thousands of writhing, like, sunburnt bodies yeah. just 
pumping away with horribly loud, tacky top 20 <sighs> music. Okay, no, I would love that. I feel like it's going to be all like trance, doof, 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 which I need a lyric, people. That's one of my biggest fears, music without lyrics. Ugh. I feel like my fear is a lot more to do with the judgment rather than the lack of beat, than the lack <sighs> of words. Oh, no, I need a lyric. Oh, it looks so... Awful, and yet they can't stop posting about it. I'm like, who yeah. looks at that? That sea of, I, I don't want to say judgment, but like that sea of body dysmorphia. Yeah. And think, let oh, me spend that. Yeah. thousands of dollars yeah. on this. To, yeah, right? Yeah. So this is my partner's half of the holiday, and then we're going on another two-week farm stay <laughs> where, <laughs> where it's just the two of us and seclusion and really relaxation. And this is in Greece? No, no, no uh, Italy. Still. Oh. Where it's still doing the whole thing in Italy. We dumped Ooh. Greece. Dumped Greece, yeah. So you're living your best under the Tuscan sun. Literally, but not in Tuscany, in Sardinia <gasps> and Puglia. Oh, mm. rich, rich. Rich, rich, yeah. Um, so, yeah, but coming back to it, that is my absolute biggest fear uh, is a gay cruise yeah just <gasps> like those gays in general oh we just no lost, we, i was like we just lost a listener but they, they're not listening to no, this. no 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 no. it's fine it's, fine. <laughs> it's me it's me it's literally literally it's just me <laughs> it's yeah um sometimes when i'm editing this i'm like yeah i've lost myself too so it's fine <laughs> <laughs> yeah terrifying that is a fear that's a huge fear though for a gay man Oh, Not necessarily just a cruise, but just body dysmorphia. Abs. Abs are a huge fear. Actually, it's beyond that. It's a cruise in general that I have such a phobia of. I don't know if there's such a word as a cruise phobia, but... Yeah, I think there um, should that. be, especially after post-COVID. Oh, I think they should it combines be. so many of my phobias in one. One, yeah. So you have... floating boat. A floating boat. So the idea that you can't escape this, like, death contraption at sea. Mm-hmm. The idea that you're surrounded by your peers that are better than you, mm-hmm. um, hotter than you, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Like all of the insecurities mm. and judgment and rejection. Preach. And that's just all wrapped up in like three. Well, how many levels? There's so oh, many Simon. levels. It's like one of the biggest boats in the world. Exactly. <sighs> um, I have. Which Not to mention in... the dig deck. <laughs> oh, I heard that's a thing. It's a thing. <sighs> Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, if I was popular, that would be my biggest dream. But oh, as right. I am not, truly. Um, but also the deep sea. Deep. I, oh, that, I, I am I'm afraid of that. That I is a fear. That is a legitimate fear. The biggest fear. Yeah. So it's called talisophobia. Ah. I'm pretty sure. I, I wrote this down. I have come prepared. It is called, I'm pretty sure it's called talisophobia. Um, in Greek, which means the sea, and obviously phobia means fear. So it's pretty self-explanatory. Right. It's this the fear of the deep sea. Yeah, me too. I won't even swim when I can't see the bottom. I need, like, I, I will only go as far as I can stand up in the ocean. Same. And I'm a good swimmer. Like, I used yeah, to swim. Yeah, you are a good swimmer. Three Ks, yeah. like, three times a week. Okay, actually. In the safety of a pool. Let's put a pin in that because he's like, I'm a good swimmer. I once went swimming with Anderson and holy shit, he's an incredible swimmer. Like, you're insane. I am living my best merman life. Oh my God. You're John Cena yeah. out of Barbie. Like, Aww, you know that? like so holy sweet. shit. Or maybe Dua Lipa. <laughs> that's what I'm hoping. Um, speaking of that actually, movie. That's a big, big, bigger compliment than John Cena, but yeah. yeah. Speaking yeah. of that movie, that wig that they put on Dua Lipa. Oh, uh, that's a great crime. 
It's like they basically snipped a life-size Barbie wig and just dumped yeah. it on her head. Literally, but like all the production values were so good in every single way possible, except like, what did she do on that set? They're like, <laughs> fuck this bitch. Like, insane. I thought the exact same thing. But also so like wasted. Like, why are we even there? Just like, although Mermaid Barbie always had really bad hair. So like, to be fair. Maybe well, it's it not like, her fault. It's the sea salt. <laughs> well, someone did a deep dive on the <laughs> Like, really quickly, what are your thoughts on it? Did you like it? I loved it. Ah, oh, right. You didn't like it. <sighs> Boring. Well, I've slept through most of it, to be honest. We're editing this part out. Really? No, wait, you really didn't like it? I, every gay man I've spoken to didn't like it. <gasps> misogyny. Yeah. Clear no, and present misogyny. No, we don't see misogyny. That's the thing. It didn't appeal to anything for a gay man. They used so much pink in that movie. Oh, I loved everything about it. I loved the production value. I loved the production design. I loved the casting. I loved, like, makeup, hair, pink. Loved everything. Loved everything about it. Story. Boring. Because it was so trite? Like, because it was too much, like... And unrelatable. Like, it was such a straight man versus woman thing that, like, I don't see... I'm not, like, against women. Like, I don't think gay men are against women. I think gay men are on the women's side. And I get the whole... I Look, to be fair, I did sleep through, like, two-thirds of the movie. <laughs> so I, I'm not the best person to be making comment on this movie. I will watch it again. But, like... <sighs> Do you think it's because... To say that, yes, obviously, gay men are allies to women. But yeah. beyond that, I don't think of it as, like, a... You know what I mean? Like, a yeah, battle yeah, of yeah. the sexes. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, It did feel like the battle of the sexes... But I think if you dig a little deeper, it was more of a commentary on sort of the role of women in society that is undeniably most societies are a patriarchal society. society. Mm. And it's just sort of the modern view of how a woman's positioned in that system. Yeah, totally. So it's not sort of saying that like women are like somehow in like, like, you know, batter down or suppre- like oppressed, but it's sort of like, as as you know, so obviously there's a great um, monologue by America oh, yeah. Ferrara. Incredible. Um, and, you know, like it does, it did feel a bit trite when she's like, women have to be this and women have to be that. Mm. But it ends really well because at the end she says, but, you know, if a doll can feel all of those things that because mm. just because you represent womenhood, I don't even know. And there's the idea that, like, all of this emotion, this complex emotion, is now, like, funneled into something that's meant to represent women. Mm. Like, that is kind of the the cutaway, like, the takeaway that, mm. like, because the doll's meant to be for girls. And so mm. all of that packaged into something that girls are supposed to look at and be like, I want to be that. Mm. For me, is actually quite a deep message. Mm. Um so I don't like, and the thing is, yes, it's easy to be like, oh, they all they talk, all they talk about is the patriarchy, mm. but it's also about like men in this movie finding themselves as well. Totally. Well, isn't that the big thing? It's all about masculinity, and like men are actually Alan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that or and like cans of masculinity. But also, it's interesting to know that patriarchy in the movie was learned. Mm. Like, Ken didn't know mm. about patriarchy until yeah. he went to the real oh, world wow. yeah, yeah. and discovered it. Yeah. And so, therefore, he brought it back and spread the news. And yeah. it's interesting because I guess in the movie, the patriarchy was the equivalent of toxic masculinity. Mm. And those traits are often learned. Mm. And so, for me, what's interesting is that you can take 
the sort of superficial level of the movie and just see it sort of like as the battle of the sexes. But mm. I sort of see it as, you know, people who are trying to find their own identity, mm. especially. And when I say people, I mean children, like because Barbie is essentially for kids. Mm. It's like kids trying to navigate their own growing identity mm. in a sea of people telling them you have to be this way. Yeah. That's why I thought the movie was quite um, sophisticated. Mm. But that wig is still unforgivable. Yeah, definitely. Totally <laughs> not forgivable. And as a mermaid, she should do better. Exactly. Which comes back to my fear Bring of the back. deep sea. Oh, my God. It's terrifying. Honestly. I don't know what it is, but, like, absolutely terrifying. I can tell you what it is. It's yeah. Jaws. <gasps> yeah, right. I'm sorry, but, like, I think collectively... Around the world, we have been terrified mm. of like those big gaping jaw, like literally. Are oh, you gonna say something else then? <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrified of that as well, <laughs> which brings me back <laughs> to my fear of gay cruises. Yeah, but no, I have the fear of the deep sea, and um, I actually think the ocean hates me. Why? I went swimming once and only once with our friend. Witty mm. to I think it's the um you know those rock pools at Bondi oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah so oh. it's <laughs> I just had this picture of you flailing around in a rock pool getting like smacked by waves not smacked stung <laughs> I went oh. in for not five minutes meanwhile Witty's like you hate the sun you're always complaining about the outdoors like just come with me to the rock pool it's protected it's basically a little kiddie pool where kids swim in you'll be fine. I got stung by a jellyfish within five minutes. Oh, yeah. I've never been stung by a jellyfish. I don't allow that to happen. (laughs) It was so painful. And someone was like, oh, pee on it. I'm like, don't pee on me. (laughs) I don't consent to this. Back to the gay crews. Uh, (laughs) Everything's going full circle. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. But it's so weird because I love Titanic. (laughs) I, if you know what, if the situation was reversed and it was me and you on that floating door, I would battle royale you to the death. <laughs> the idea, and also, that's another thing, freezing to death? Ooh. Absolutely not. Oh, yeah. I, it, it's such a thing, but I just, that doesn't compute in my mind. I'm like, oh, just hang on. Just like suck it up, babes, and you'll be fine. Just wait until the boat comes. I then, would have found ooh. any way to like grapple you off that. That it wasn't even a boat. It was like a door. It was like a floating door. Floating door. I always thought I was like, oh my god, it's the floating top of a, p- a grand piano. And I'm like, no, it's just a, a door. Yeah, 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 a door. Yeah. No. Oh, you know, and the idea that there's something lurking uh, under ready you. to go. Like, what were the fish like circling that like boat when it was going down, and they were all like fish food, shark food, shark food, literally. Although weirdly enough, I fucking love love shark movies see i don't mind i'm totally fine with watching all like those like movies i don't really care it's not my favorite genre but like anything like like titanic like jaws like meg like all of it like i watch them but like it is just something about me getting in to the ocean and then as soon as i can't see the bottom no nah, it's terrifying. over and then like a little bit of seaweed might like raise my leg <laughs> and, like, <laughs> i spiral spiral I found out that one of the most venomous snakes on this planet is a sea-dwelling snake. Sea snake, yeah, 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 yeah. I've heard that too. 
Not ha- not helping the phobia. Absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. In fact, if I was ever a mermaid, I would I would drown myself. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yes. Ending it all now. Because fuck built for that this. shit. Fuck this wig and fuck the James <laughs> I am done. My life isn't worth living. Well, can um, that segue into another, like, I, a real fear that I have, which I think it has a lot of similarities because, so I wrote a list to prepare for this. And if I read out the list, it's so absurd. But like, one of my biggest fears, I didn't think of Jeepsy, but like, that should be on my list. But because it's so prevalent on my TikTok at the moment, and now I can't stop watching it, so I'm fascinated by it. But if I was ever put in this situation, I would just freak the fuck out. Caving. <gasps> okay. 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 Hey, this is really funny because I don't have a fear of claustrophobia. I, I'm I not... do, I think. I think I might. I'm not, I'm not letting myself be put in that situation. But I think I do have that fear of that. I don't have a fear of claustrophobia, so I'm fine with enclosed spaces. In fact, there is a, you know, those rock climbing, indoor rock climbing centers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's one um, around the corner of where we live. Mm. And as part of the um, arena, there is like a spelunking section. Spelunking. Uh, I I, I don't know if that's what it's called, but basically, um, and it's only for little kids, but for some reason, Ah. I decided I can do it. Of course. Because this was pre-gym journey. Uh-huh. And my body was, you know, a lot more svelte. Mm-hmm. And so what it is, it's um, it's underneath the walls of the indoor rock climbing. Mm. And so there's like little tunnels. <gasps> so you climb through little tunnels. But the worst part is the tunnels split. <gasps> so it's not like there's one path where it like, you know, from A to B, yeah. but the tunnels split and it can go either up or down, <gasps> left, right. So it's almost like a little maze. And I got stuck in it. Oh my God. Yeah, no. Nah. So a little kid had to like, so so I was stuck because A, it was completely dark. I couldn't see nah, anything. No, and no, so no, no. I think they have like very, very faint light bulbs all around the the inside walls of this little tunnel. And so it sort of barely illuminated your path. But I got stuck. And these kids were like, can you please move? I'm like, A, no. B, fuck you. I'm about to, like, (laughs) have a panic attack here. Oh, my God. I totally would have. I would kill you and then reap the percussions afterwards. Yes. But, but, like, all that to say, there was a moment where I'm like, okay, I I get it. Uh, Oh, you enjoyed it. No, 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 no. I, oh, I get the feeling of claustrophobia. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. there was a real moment of panic where I'm like, fuck, what do I, what do, I do? I can't move. Yeah. Um, but I obviously got over it and found my way because it was made for seven-year-olds. Yeah. I think I'm still traumatized. So my only one, like, um, relative like, comparison experience that I have for this because I have gone ca- canyoning, but it was like massive canyoning down near Goulburn and you could like walk down. Like it, I wasn't crawling through anything. So it, I wasn't claustrophobic at all. It was like open for the majority of it anyways. So like that was totally fine. But like when I was like seven or something, I got stuck in a sleeping bag. <laughs> and like that is my only, I, I, I was in it for one moment and I was like, this is it. I'm going to suffocate and die. And it was like dark and like, claustrophobic and I was like fuck I'm done this is it I'm gonna die in a sleeping bag anyways got out lived to tell the tale but like I so I have now stupidly started following this guy that does like extreme caving and they like 
crawl through, like, crawl spaces. Sometimes they've got water in them. Sometimes they have to chip away at the cave to be able to fit their body through it. And, like, absolutely terrifying. I watch it in, like, with heart palpitations, but, like, also, like, this, like, Oh, it's addictive. Uh, oh, I know exactly so what you like. It's yeah. mesmerizing, oh, isn't it? Absolutely. Right? I do I, the same thing. Yeah. And I don't want it to go wrong, but like, do I want it to go wrong? And then I do see some that like people have died in. No. Yeah. And they put a little graph up where you, they show like the outline of like the cave and then like how the body has to go through it. And they have to like literally bend their body. And then I did watch one the other day where it's someone like poor idiot died in one of them. And they... um. And they, could, and they couldn't even get him out. And so that is his oh. tomb forever. And so they uh, negotiated with the owner of the property to, like, that's his, like, final resting place. So they dumped a whole lot of concrete in it so no one else could go in it. And he's just, like, in there now, stuck in there. I have thoughts. Go. First of all, do you remember back in, oh, I don't even remember when this was. It was a few years ago. Do you remember that group of Thai boys? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who yeah. got stuck yeah. in, like, an underground yeah. cave. Was it, like, a school group? Was it, they I think it was kids? a school group, and yeah. it was starting to rain really hard. I don't even yeah, know how they got right. into that situation. It oh, became a huge thing. Yeah, let's add water to ca- uh, caving. Oh, it was... Oh, my God. So, I followed that. I think the whole world followed that yeah. story so closely, because it was that feeling of... It's actually the perfect recipe for a Hollywood yes, disaster film. Totally. Um, TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. Exactly. TikTok, yeah. It's that timing. It's mm-hmm. the panic. Yeah. It's that sort of limited t- uh, time frame you have. Yeah. It's it's kids as yeah. well. So your sympathy yeah. is completely um, sky high. Yeah. I just cannot fathom what it would be like to be a kid oh. stuck in an underground cavern <sighs> with my friends and knowing that. Like, time is running out. Totally. But, okay, can I double down on that? So the only thing that would make that worse is if you weren't in a cavern, you were in, like, a small crawl space where you couldn't move. You were stuck. So, like, I think that is where my fear comes from. Not being able, at least, like, if you're in, like, a cavern. Like, okay, obviously, terrifying. But, like, I can move. I can walk around. I can talk to someone. I can, like, freely just, like, Use my body. If I am, like, stuck in a crawl space, straight away, hyperventilating, straight away, breathing like a crazy person, then, like, you can't breathe. Then, like, apparently, like, a lot of cavers die just from exhaustion because they, like, get so worked up that their body goes into overdrive and then their body shuts down. Or, which is even more terrifying, they get stuck in a really weird position, potentially upside down, (gasps) so their head is below their legs. All the blood drains to their brain and they either die in their lungs and they either die of like suffocation because their lungs fill up with blood. Or like a brain aneurysm. Or brain aneurysm because all their blood goes to their brain. See, this is the difference between me and those adventure dwellers because I immediately, when you said being stuck in a cramped space, Mm. take a nap. Oh my God. First thought was like, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) My first thought was like, that's fine. I just like close my eyes and have a little nap. Yeah. I'm so lazy that that doesn't Uh. frighten me. I was like, that's fine. It's a little cozy spot. I'll just Uh. like curl up and have a nap. Mm -mm. No. Actually, have you seen, Mm -mm. speaking of the fear of caving, have you seen that movie? um, Descent. And that's what makes that. Oh, I, I had to turn it off with it in the first five minutes. Okay. Those stupid girls. 
To be fair, what scared me was absolutely not the claustrophobic scenes, but it was where the monster, like... Oh, so so, I'm the opposite. I'm the exact opposite. As soon as the monster came out, I was like, okay, I'm done with this, yeah. I have a question. Hmm. What scares you more, reality or fantasy? Meaning the unknown mysteries or things that actually can occur? Well, see, that's really hard because it's definitely like the unknown for like deep sea. It's definitely the unknown, like what's down there, I don't know. With the... But like, if that unknown is a monster, I, that's not that's not getting me scared. I have. I think I'm more afraid of the unknown. So like the fantastic elements, like ghosts or the Aliens, dark. They're real, Anderson. They're real and they're here. I did. I did read about the congressional hearing about the um, UFOs. What is that all about? So How is that I, a thing? What is that? So I think the whole issue is. Someone whistleblowed in like the U.S. intelligence office and basically said they've been researching um, UFOs and I th- it's it's not called just UFOs but it's there's a whole other acronym to it but basically alien technology. Yeah. It's not like something straight from Independence Day. Literally, that's all I could think of. I, like, that was my first go to. Oh my god, that was so weird. That was my first go to as well. I'm like, they're here. Got to be Bill Pullman. But then I also think the goal. Oh my god, just I'm like, I'd survive. I wouldn't. <laughs> I truly, At least you know your limitations, doll. <laughs> I truly would not survive any disaster movie. I love them, and oh, we are going so off topic. I Who know, cares? but fuck, I love a disaster movie. That is my favorite genre of film. Me too. No, actually, oh, do you know what? A disaster movie. A disaster movie oh. or a zombie flick. Oh, my God. <laughs> World War Z. Oh, my God. Any of those, um, uh, what are the, the Walking Dead. Oh, oh or, or The Last of Us. Oh, uh, not enough zombies for me, personally. I love but... it. Okay, so here's my question for you. Okay, so for me, I mean, just backtrack a little bit. The fear of the unknown, fear yeah, of sorry, monsters, yeah. all that bullshit. Yeah. But coming back to disaster at movies uh, and how you would survive well, the apocalypse, Yeah. how would you survive the apocalypse? So, okay, I've already told my partner, because they work over the bridge. So we're obviously based in Sydney. Worst place, ground zero for anything to go down in Australia. Why? I've quit. They always hit. They're straight go, going straight for that harbour bridge. I'm sorry. I don't know what it is, but like that's the that's like ground zero. So he works in, in North Sydney. I'm like, sorry, babe. Like you have to get to me in this situation because I like as soon as you wait for someone, you're dead. So he that's his problem. So he already knows I'm leaving him for dead. But if he can make it to me, he'll survive. Pets liability. I'm sorry. I have said to my partner. If we're being chased by zombies, yeah. I would deliberately trip you so they can get you and save <sighs> me and my pug. Our pug. Sorry, I said our pug. My pug. Whoa, I would save that our is pug. Ruthless. Absolutely. I have said to him once, if our baby needs an organ transplant, I would make sure that his is viable. Yes. I should have thought about my own, but <laughs> absolutely not. In fact, in those disasters... So you're just dating him to be a donor, essentially. <laughs> just harvesting his organs. From my pug. For your pug. I love him so much. My pug. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's just clarify um, that. In those movies, oh, do you know what I'm terrible at? What? Terrible. Being silent. 
Uh, so I'm thinking more the zombie films, not the disaster. Mo- yeah. In the disaster movies, I'm just like, well, I guess it's kind of like the luck of the draw, right? Totally, you know, if yeah. you're if a meteor is about to land, if a tsunami is coming, totally. it's not much you can do beyond just running away with everyone else. Totally, and that's what I would do. I would just like literally not hesitate, get in the car, pet's dead, partner dead, gotta go, <laughs> bye, and literally just like get on that freeway before everyone else. But then don't be on the freeway. Literally go on the medium strip and then like just drive see, past people. This is the problem. Yeah. you are. Th- thinking like you are the only person in the crowd that thinks like that. Exactly. But and everyone will. And everyone's out for themselves. Exactly. And that's why being in Sydney is the worst place to be when this all happens because you're fucked. But the, the only way to survive is to, because I grew up in the country, is that you just get to Leeton because it is. <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna, we're going to lose Leeton listeners here, <laughs> but it's a dump. No one will go there. So actually not. It was a lovely place to grow up. But like you go there and then you just live off the land. You just go into the bush and you're fine. I think this is why I would be the first, if not the first to die, very, very early on, I would be dead. I mm. do not know. I have the worst green thumb. It's not green. It's it's what's what's the opposite of green? Brown. Sure. Dead. It's dead. They're Beyond dead. Dead, dead, dead. I can't grow shit. Like, I once, I'm mean, not even once, people give me cactuses. I'm like, do you want to give them a death sentence? Because yeah, that's right. what it is. I'll say I'm the opposite. I love gardening. So, so yeah. absolutely not. Can't Maybe if we stick together, you're a liability. You're dead. Go away. Huge yeah, liability. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not hanging around for you. <laughs> if, I'm not, if I'm not saving my dog, you've got my chance. <laughs> I'm so clumsy. So, oh, yeah. Um, you would trip. You would uh, make noise. You would squeal. What's something would be like a, a pug would appear or a rabbit or something. And then you'd be like, <laughs> dead. Also, on that same note, mm. Because you have to hunt. I'll yeah. be like, oh, but they're so Thank cute. Thank you. Exactly. Not done. Another thing, I remember in the movie 28, is it 28, 28 days? days later or something? Yeah, yeah it's either 28 yeah. days yeah. or 28 With Josh weeks. Hartnett, right? Yeah. Uh, it's whatever. Yeah. It's so long ago. But there was a scene where I think a crow flew over and somehow, like, the crow must have um, been feasting on a zombie carcass. Yeah. But a bit of blood dropped. <sighs> From the crow's beak and yeah. landed in someone's eye. Aye. And it was like, you know, the probability would have been like one in a million. Totally. I would have that luck. Somehow yeah. I would scratch myself in yes. the most 100% stupidest place yeah. and get infected and, yeah. die. and die. Again, straight away. again, no. To be fair, though, I did actually have it. Maybe you are worth saving just so you can bring your partner because then we, like, when we get hungry, we could just eat him. So, perfect. Oh my god! Mwah. Chef kiss segment. Ooh. I mean, segue. Oh, yes, ruined it. <laughs> that was going so well. <laughs> that's really good. Cannibalism. Ooh, that scares you. Um. Hey, said oh, what is this a fear-related thing or just? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's a bit of a fear-related thing. Not. I mean, I don't think it's going to happen. But there is some gruesome fascination with cannibalism. Really? Oh, I do have not given this any thought. I just thought like. I've thought about if I was stranded or if I had to, would I be able to partake in cannibalism? Are you killing them or are they already See, dead? See, no. No, no. Please, if they're dead, I'm making myself a, like, BLT. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Like The best of all sandwiches, let's be honest. Oh, no, actually, club sandwich. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I take that back. Oh, God. Just throwing out untruths. Yeah. Go. You are on your own journey there, buddy. <laughs> I, I just love a sandwich. I love a sandwich. Um, so we are watching, what's this TV show called? Um, oh, this is fascinating for nobody. Yellow Jackets. 
<gasps> yes, I've only watched season one. I haven't watched season two. Okay, but I mean, spoiler alert for the listener. <laughs> well, but, I know this either. No, I've only uh, watched season one. No, as in like they eat, they eat each other. They because I think it's only hinted in the first season. Yeah. So, they, so so spoiler, they do. No, no, I think in the very the very first scene of episode one, you see them ki- like you see a girl get killed, killed, and then the assumption is they, they eat her. Yeah. Um, is that the blonde girl? No, we don't. We don't know. We don't know. <gasps> oh, that was a spoiler. Edit, edit that out. It's edit fine. It Whatever. Out. No one listens. Just bleep it. Um, yeah, exactly. No one's listening. Whatever. But if that's the worst thing coming, we've ruined someone's yellow jacket journey. I think it's okay. <laughs> I, I'm got the fear of being canceled for like every other thing. That's another one being canceled. But, fear. Double click on that. Double yeah, click right. on that. Um. So yeah, no. It's for me. It's not the fear of eating someone per se, but it's the it's this fear of like, do I have what it takes to kill somebody to survive? Yeah, right. Um, in yeah, the most extreme, yeah. uh, in the most extreme environments, can I kill my loved ones, or can I? Oh, the worst part: can I be part of a lottery system? Because I think the plot Ooh. is that they choose someone to then be the sacrificial pig. I think. What? And so, can I do that? That there is this fear of cannibalism because. Oh, that's terrifying. Yes, the fear of cannibalism stems from the idea that we are just. Animals, yeah. As well, society cannot function. Mm. Um, well, it all comes back to Lord of the Flies. It sort of it comes back to our savagery, yeah. Our you know this sort of base nature that we think we've overcome, but we really haven't. Totally. But it's so interesting that you just talked about like those three scenarios are like so heavy. Like yeah, okay, killing a stranger and eating them, piece of cake. (laughs) But but then killing a loved one and eating them. Ooh, but then also... If you're going like, to say my pug, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's the fourth one. But then like, being in a lottery system, so like, that is like a whole nother level of complexity where you're like, like that is like some vindictive shit. Like, like someone did something wrong to me once. You're like, well, well, yeah, well yeah, 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 they're yeah, yeah. and they're going to die for yeah. it. Like, and then like, that whole layer of like... A friend of mine once said, oof. and I think this is so true, humanity exists on three meals away from... Utter chaos. Chaos. And I think that's true. I think the world would, like, fucking shitstorm when, like, zombie apocalypse happened or end of days. Like, everyone would just be out for themselves. Okay, so this ties in so nicely to the pandemic. Yeah, right. Do you remember when it first happened, people went fucking nuts when With when the lockdown... toilet paper thing and, like, the groceries and, and do all you, of that. And yeah. obviously, do you remember movie Contagion? Yeah. One of my friend's favorite movies of all time. Okay, so obviously the whole world was obsessed with it for a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. But do you remember how in Contagion two things happened? One was um, terrifying movie. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> movie. so well done. So but well done. What was terrifying for me was people's reaction. Okay, the virus is one thing, right? Yeah, so yeah. people die. Yep, great. Yeah. That's <laughs> just part Kate of the block. Kate Winslet. Oh. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and but- Gwyneth. Oh my god, they're killing off all the, all the hot white women. <laughs> <laughs> the we- the waifs. What a what a hot white woman. A waif. Yeah, hot thing white wave. Is it wave? I was just gonna say a hot white woman is just a hot white woman. That's true. We have to objectify them in some way. (laughs) (laughs) You learn nothing from Barbie. (laughs) (laughs) Step through it. That's the whole point. But in the movie, what I found really terrifying was the the sort of like disorder that they displayed. So Mm. there's a one scene where they're trying to get the vaccine. Mm. Chaos erupted because Mm. they were trying to get vaccines and there was looting Mm. and like complete and utter chaos. Mm. What was really interesting was that 
in the movie, the virus had like a 25% chance of death. Mm. So it was incredibly high. Yeah. COVID had like 0.05 or something. It was yeah. like something so yeah. tiny. And yet we were acting like savages. Yeah. We were pushing people for rolls of toilet paper. Yeah. We were basically like complete animals. Yeah. And the disease, yes, it was obviously very severe, but it was nothing like Hollywood. And yet I think we would not survive oh. if the disease was, was like a Hollywood level yeah. um, deadly. Yeah. Yeah. People would lose their mind. Lose their fucking mind. And do you yeah. know something else in the movie that sometimes I'm like, reality, like, we need a reset button for this reality. Yeah. Because oh. in the movie, yeah. when the vaccine finally occurred, it was like the superhero moment, right? Yeah. It was like the troops come save the day. Mm. Mm. Yeah. But in reality, we had like whole populations, like, droves of them like being anti-vax mm. like not taking the vaccine mm. i mean yes i i look th- like it's what it's three years since mm. so we get it it's no longer topical but mm. what shocked me is in the movies the moment they have a vaccine it's like the end yeah for us it was almost like the beginning yeah totally yeah you know? totally yeah and yeah. it's like we w- i genuinely do not believe humanity would survive no. um a real life like i have zero faith in us Zero. Zero Minus, faith. literally. Minus. Because people are assholes. Majority of people suck. We would resort to cannibalism so fast. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh, my God, yes. I saw this article once where this man, like, ate his wife because Ooh. he was stuck in an elevator for maybe 72 hours. I was I don't even think it was 3 days. It was like either 48 hours or was something like that. But like he killed her and started munching on her dead carcass. Jesus. See? That's what I mean. but then okay, so that's the problem though. That's why we have no like there's no faith in humanity in these situations because it just takes one dickhead. And then that's the new bar. No, you know what it is? I think it's panic. Like, no, but totally, but that, so panic leads that one idiot to eat his wife for three hours. <laughs> so, but, so, but that's the new normal. Okay, to be fair, I said 72 hours, not three. <laughs> if it was three hours, then they clearly just got sorry, out of a fight. Days. But, like, lit- <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, to be fair, that relationship was going south pretty quickly. <laughs> But, like, my God, but, like, that means that, like, that is the new normal. And then we're all just, like, trying to outlast some guy that's a bit hungry that, like, sees you, <laughs> like, as a drumstick. Like, come on. That is, well, yeah, that's what yeah. makes it hard. I, I, I truly believe one of the reasons why we would not survive. A, as you said, it only takes one dickhead. But B, yeah. I think it's because we are so reliant on our own mortality. Uh, sorry. We are so reliant on our perceived immortality so let me put it to you this way i think we think we are invincible and Mm. invulnerable Mm. yes we still think this even though we all know we are going to die yeah death is obviously my biggest fear it's Mm. you know but i can't believe we haven't talked about that you are like totally obsessed with death yes i i think most people are try not to think about it. No, no, no. Here's my, like, I think, so just to wrap up really quickly, I think our innate fear of death um, gives us almost this, like, mental gymnastic to deny it. Mm. And so, therefore, Mm -hmm. we keep denying it's not going to happen to Mm. us, at Mm. least. Mm. And so, because of that, we have this perceived idea that we are invincible. Mm. Yes. But 
when faced with something imminent and deadly, yes. we like lose crumble. our fucking shit. Crumble. <laughs> we that is a hundred percent Because we're like, holy shit, we're not invincible. We are not going to survive this. And we will not follow direction. No. We will just like every man for itself. Yes. And we will start munching on each other's legs munch, within munch, 24 crunch, crunch. minutes. Yes. Yes. I could not, could not agree more. Honestly. But like speaking of death. Because I guess all our fears center around this idea of death. Mm. I think about death. I used to think about death every day. Every single fucking day. That is terrifying. Although, can I just really quickly, quickly interject just before we get onto the death thing because that's so valid. Thank <laughs> but you. But I also have an immediate fear right now in this place where my mind goes, because we are in a black room with no windows or anything like that. What? And today's has happened. Literally right now. Oh, wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. Stop, stop, stop. Okay, okay. we're going to stop the recording really quickly because if you say something like there's a person behind me, it's over. (laughs) No, 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 no. Stop, (laughs) no, stop. I can't do I can't do But like literally that fear is what if like the world just ended and we're doing this podcast about the world ending, irony, and now like when we like finish this recording or we just like randomly see like the door and the like the sound booth like open and there's a zombie there, like I've actually got a real fear of that now happening. Really? Yeah. Okay, this so is irrational. so sappy, but my first thought are like, but I'll be with you. We'll die together. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what happened well, to Well, you're closest to the door, so thank God I'm getting you first. But then you'll eat me. Uh, what? That's what happened to, I think, I don't know which nation's big brother had this. Oh, yeah. I watched um, that. Uh, was it Amer- no, it no, was no, no. It was in America. It was like Europe. Yeah. I think it was Europe. And yeah. they didn't realize the pandemic was happening. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because and then they I, all freaked out. And they all freaked out. And yes, that that is such a specific esoteric fear, though, totally. of like being contained and not being aware of yes, something happening. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, the producers of that show were like, oh, yes, this is great. Oh, well, it definitely, like, it cut through the um, the noise of everyday news. Yeah. Because it was, it was such a weird moment where you see these people, like, almost like time-capsuled off. Yes. To then be pushed into something that, like, once in a lifetime, essentially. Yeah, totally. But, yeah, big, big fear of, obviously big fear of death. But, yes. like, this is really interesting. Do you ever think about death? Not as much as you. Not on the daily. Oh, no, no. Um, it used to be on the daily. I think yeah. I... That is exhausting. Oh, that... I oh, No, I, I don't think... Yeah, I don't think I would let myself do that because I would be literally... I'm already I'm already tired. Every day I'm tired. I wake up tired. Go to bed tired. What? Like, just tired. But if I had to think about death every day and my own immortality... Yeah, I'd be even... I, I couldn't function. But I do think that... That's that idea of your immortality. Immortality? Am I saying yeah. that right? Yeah, immortality is, or your mortality. No. Oh, what is it? actually, you're, so your, I guess your mortality. Sorry. Because okay. immortal means you don't die. So your mortality, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Sorry, your mortality. But I think when I was thinking about e- our immortality. Because you think you, yeah, it won't happen to you. Totally. So when I, if I'm thinking of my mortality, like, terrifying and exhausting but I think that mortality is the basis of all my other fears oh completely like that is like that is probably the seed that has started like started like growing a beautiful tree which every leaf is my fears which is really really funny because I don't believe anything happens after death me either you're dead you're dead like, I don't believe... Oh, this is... like I am seriously a walking contradiction. Because I believe in ghosts. I believe in 
like demons and all that supernatural zombies <laughs> all of that <laughs> yeah. but weirdly enough i still think when i die nothing happens it's like I the, the void I, I i'm very similar to your thinking on this so then it's irrational for me to fear the unknown more than like real life threats so mm. i fear as we just mentioned talisophobia because mm. i fear the unknown depth of the sea mm. Um, I fear zombies, ghosts, like mm. things that like, obviously you can argue whether or not they're real, but things, it's not confirmed. Mm. But weirdly enough for me, I don't, I don't think anything happens after that death. So why do I fear something so intangible mm. versus real things first? Mm. And then That's d- what I don't doesn't get. that make you spiral and that fear of like, if there is nothing, why are we sitting in this room doing this podcast? Why are we watching <laughs> Like, that is like my, that is what I'm like, that is on my list. I literally have all these really deep and meaningful like fears, which this is one of them. And then I've got onions. Like, like, <laughs> like this is Wait, the thing. Like, why are you afraid of onions? Well, see, there's like, there's like, so th- this goes into, so now like, this is like a tangent, but so like there are actual legitimate fears and then you have irrational fears. Mm. And one of my irrational fears is onion. I won't eat it. I hate it. It's like disgusting. Like it's on everything. It drives me mental. Hate it. It's also my partner's biggest bugbear with me. But like, I d- just, uh, there's something about onion that like, the f- I just, that's really interesting. Yeah. Because that's almost like a comical fear. Stupid. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, stupid. yeah, yeah. I don't think I have a comical fear. Yeah, right. Wait, so there's <laughs> yeah. one thing that... Okay, I'm going to... I might start cracking up, so we really have to, like, tone it down. Mm. But I do have... It's not a fear, per se, but it's like... It's like a... It's a small fear. Right. Okay? Oh. It's not a phobia, but it's a small fear of dolls. Oh. Okay, so... So the Barbie movie was very triggering. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you remember Chucky? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so when I was young, we obviously... Like, everybody watched Chucky, right? Mm. The main character, the little kid, his name was Andy. Oh. So I remember watching it, and as a kid yourself, you immediately latch on to a similarity and relate to it. Yeah. So, I mean... The doll was obviously terrifying. It was made to be so. Mm. But I remember this image laser printed into my memory. Of So towards the end, they throw Chucky into the fireplace, and he's, like, burned to a crisp. By the way, burning alive is another fear oh, of mine. Yeah, but right. Balenciaga. <laughs> <laughs> and so we think, oh, the evil is done. It's fine. And then, oh, my God, Chucky then, like, Climb, no, 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 climb, crawls his way out of the fireplace completely charred and like with a raspy voice. Mm. And he's like, I'm gonna get you. Like, it was so terrifying. And like, ever since then, I because have... because you can't kill Chucky because the spirit of something lives in the doll, or sort of. even if you kill, even if sort you burn of. the doll, yeah, yeah, but yeah. like, don't dolls... read it, don't read it, the plot point. <laughs> no, 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 please, <laughs> please, please. I mean, like, the yeah. fact that it was yeah. made as a ginger doll was scary enough (laughs) but it was so terrifying that like it imprinted on my mind that all dolls are evil Uh, okay and I will say what about Annabelle yeah yeah dolls are like ooh dolls that is weird why are dolls such a big thing because (gasps) voodoo dolls is that where it comes from no I think it comes from our 
it is a, a reflection of humanity, but in a way that is so. It's like the um the concept of the uncanny valley. Do you know this concept? No, I've never even heard of it. Okay, so kind of relevant. Teach, teach, teach. Come yes. on, teacher. Thank you, Sensei. <laughs> Ooh, first Asian <gasps> reference. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so the uncanny valley is. Mm, as oh, what's a good example? Do you remember the movie The Polar Express? Yeah, I didn't watch it. Like it was a movie of using complete CGI for humans. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But the problem was, it just didn't look human enough. Yeah. And so this is what's known as the uncanny valley. So it's like when you begin drawing something cartoonish to represent humans, like that's not scary. Like cartoons, animations, anime, that's fine because they don't look like humans. They're mm. representing humans, but they don't look like humans. Yeah. But there's a certain point where the resemblance is so close, but mm. there's still something off. And that is the uncanny valley because... Uh. Even though it's as close as it can get, mm. something in us knows this is not real. Mm. Mm-hmm. This isn't close enough. Mm. And it unsettles us. Uh. Like the real dolls. You know the sex dolls? Oh, yeah, yeah, Perfect yeah. example of the uncanny valley. Mm. We know that they're not real, but they mm. resemble us in almost the, like, pixel perfect way mm. that it becomes a little bit like ooh you yeah. know they have a it's sick- like all those AI drawings as well and exactly yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. perfect example generative AI at the moment yeah. is a huge topic mm. and like we I mean it's getting to the point where it's so good that it can fool mm. many people yeah. but obviously the ones that are not that great even though when you first look at it, you're like, okay, well, why am I being more freaked out about this than, say, a, a really good drawing of someone? Mm. It's because the machine somehow hasn't captured the essence of what a person's meant to look like, mm. like in a way that's possible. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming for us. They're coming yeah. for us. Um, and so I think dolls is similar where an evil dolls, it's like, it represents everything innocent and childlike, mm. but in a way that's so sinister. Yeah. And that's why it's terrifying. Like mm. when I see those old, oh, I used to have this friend who would collect Victorian dolls. Mm. Uh, I think um, his mom collected it and they would just be sitting on like, you know those- um, in If this a- person has a boyfriend, I'm gonna be really annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, they would have like the dolls like behind the, the glass cabinets. Mm. And I would just always be so freaked out. Sort of, because mm. they all have those, you know, those dolls that like, it's like the Victorian dolls, right? Yeah, with the glass with the eyes. eyes. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, like, they and nod, I'm like, they I blink, swear and, to like, God. If one just does a little, I just winked for everyone at home. Podcast <laughs> is such a visual medium. <laughs> but yeah, if one of them blinked at me, Ooh, it's the end. It's over. It's over. Well, because there's that new, that new movie that just got released, Megan, which was such a big hit. Oh, okay. So this is the thing about Megan that I thought was really interesting. Mm. Completely camp. Gays loved it. Fun yeah. as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Because it, yes, stupid, obviously. Stupid it was time. It was so yeah, stupid totally. that like, it then went from horror to comedy. Yeah. So quick. Again, so quick. Well, as soon as she did that dance, you're like, it's all over. It's over. Yeah. Um, but I will say, like, this TV show, I, I don't know what this TV show was called, but it's set, um, it's about confronting people's fears. Mm-hmm. And this is so dumb, but, and I'm going to lose my shit. One of the things that they do to confront people's fears is called exposure therapy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. I think go. it's the dumbest fucking thing that you can do. I, I don't think it's real. 
exposure therapy. Because, for example, I knew that, like, so in one of the episodes, someone actually had a fear of dolls. They had, yeah. like, a terror, like, a phobia of dolls. Yeah. I don't know what it's called. And so they made this person get, <laughs> I'm sorry. They made this person get into a car and drive around an empty parking lot. And every time they would circle to one point, the producers <laughs> would throw a doll at them. <gasps> That's so funny. So I thought if they told, I've watched this, I thought she had a fear of hitting people. And so <laughs> she was driving around this parking lot and then they would just throw all these dolls at her. And she was like, she was losing her mind by the driver's seat. And that was the exposure therapy. Nothing funnier. Oh god, than it was exposure so funny. to therapy. I know I, I shouldn't so say that, but it's so true. Like so great. I think a lot of talk shows at one point implemented that, yeah. and so they would get the person oh. on. <laughs> Surprise! And the stupid thing is, they would ask them like, "What's your biggest fear?" <laughs> yeah, I know, right? And you never answer that true. If you're ever going onto a TV show and that is one of the questions, do not answer that truthfully. And expect that biggest fear to pop around the corner. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Snakes <gasps> everywhere, deep water everywhere. <laughs> it's like you're going onto the block. What's your deepest fear? Deep water. This year we're doing houseboats. <laughs> like, oh my god. Although I will say, coming back to our very original phobia, I don't think you can throw enough game in at me and I will get over the fear of being judged. Oh, yeah, nah. Yeah. Nah, not until I've got youth, abs of steel. Youth and... is another one, by the way. Oh, uh, that was on my list. Growing, I'm not afraid of growing old, but controversial statement. No, I might need to be edited out. I'm afraid of growing ugly. That's not controversial. That's humanity. Yeah, great. Cool. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Ugly. I have this image of myself being really old and one of those really old hot men, uh, probably AI (laughs) (laughs) generated. Um, And and that's like heaven for me. But like, I'm going to be that ugly old man. I don't want to be the ugly old man. Well... This is really interesting because I grasp on, I mean, you and I grasp onto youth like it's a death rattle. Literally, we have like joint Botox appointments. Uh-uh. Disport. Thank you Sorry. very much. Sorry, the lighter version. Thank you very much. This coming way. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no, no, no. I, I understand the fear. But weirdly enough, for me, the fear of getting old, yes, obviously, I don't think growing old means being unattractive. But I, I mean, let's not kid ourselves. Society values youth. Oh, totally, totally. And but that, that's the thing. I don't find like old men are hot, and like, but then I want to be one of the hot ones. Uh, so I have no problem like with I, I'm not ageist or anything. Like fucking bring on the age, and I mean, bring on the years and the wisdom and the all of that stuff. Amazing. But like, gotta look good though. Yeah. No. The the fear of getting old and unattractive is a fear, obviously. But for me, it's more about the fear of ailing oh like, like your body falling apart yes like so yeah. um things like cancer obviously so <gasps> health dementia mm. is another one because oh, dementia terrifying. runs in my family oh god yeah terrifying um but even just the loot like the loss of your everyday faculty so like mm. hearing goes eyesight goes like you know taste like you know how when you're younger everything tastes so vibrantly mm. everything has such a strong taste yeah. now like i can eat you know, a thousand spices and not really... But I see that. I think there's, like, levels of that as well. Like, hearing goes, whatever, hearing aid. Eyesight goes, whatever, glasses. Taste, yeah. Well, actually, oh, really? I would... Just in general? Yeah, totally. 
losing the ability to be autonomous and independent as you grow older. Well, that, that's what physically. I was meaning. That's what I was meaning about like the eyesight, hearing. Like they're all like minor things, but if you lose your faculty to like go to the bathroom, like these, they're oh. like things that are like crippling, and like that is like definitely fear. like losing your mental faculties and capacity. Like dementia, all of those things. And but how crazy is it that I don't even I don't think that will happen to me. Honestly, it's 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 so difficult to grasp our mortality. Isn't it? It really is. Yeah. Sorry. These days when someone says, Oh, you don't look your age, mm. I, I get like the biggest thrill. Like, oh, oh my yeah. god, like somehow yeah. oh, I've god. escaped the mortar coil. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, like I'm exempt from dying, mm-hmm. which is clearly not going to be the case. Yeah, totally. But we are so set and our we say this and a piano's gonna fall on us. <laughs> literally. Literally we are dead the moment we walk out. Oh of no, this don't booth. say that. I'm sorry. But that's so I also have another thing that goes with that, which is so I don't think it, like my dad is dead and he died of, I don't know. Sorry. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I don't know that. I don't think that constitutes as a spoiler. Which is which is very sudden. It is for one of it. But no, but so not even on that. But like he died of like you know health. Obviously he, he died, but uh, health issues. But I'm not. I'm not choosing to focus on that. I'm choosing to focus on my 81-year-old mother who is in perfect health. Never, knock on wood. Oh, God, there's got to be some wood. Everything's plastic. <laughs> Everything is literally plastic in this place. But, like, perfect health, like, still killing it. She's 81. Like, all, all her, fac- like, ment- like, everything she's got going for her, like, lives off the land, does, like, this farmer woman thing. And I'm like, that's, that's, that's what I, I've got those genes. Like I'm, I'm trying to hold on to that, and that's what's making it even work, make me even more deluded, because I've got like this really healthy mother, like half, half. and uh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. But I'm choosing absolutely not to focus on the dead dad that died like kind of young, and uh, I'm focusing on the old old mother. There's a terrifying. So I was um, googling death as I do, <laughs> and so these days the number one cancer killing young people oh, yeah. is actually stomach cancer. Oh, It's why? like stomach bowel cancer. Oh, right. It's because of all the sort of like chemicals and preservatives that we yeah, now food. consume. Oh. So all I of thought bowel cancer was like one of the most curable cancers. Yeah, but that's the problem is that, <clears throat> so exactly what you just said, but it's it's curable because you catch it early. Uh, you're right, but, but the they're prob- not catching it. Because like, it's uh, starting to become younger and young. Like, sorry. And so invincible still, and you just so you don't diagnose it, and then you just die of it because it's like too long Yes, on. it's Go starting on. to appear yeah. younger and younger. And so <gasps> right. obviously when you're in your 30s, mm. you're not going to immediately assume it's cancer. You're going to think course. everything else but that. I'm gluten intolerant. Exactly, or I'm celiac, or blah, 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 yeah, blah, blah. Totally. But it's starting to appear at a younger rate mm. than what mm. it used to. Thank God we're gay. Our colon gets checked all the time. <laughs> I actually need to check up on it a lot more. Well, have we touched on that on the pod? Or is that just like a, a generalized <laughs> conversation that we constantly have no, about no, no, your no, butthole? No, 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 It is actually a fear of mine going to the doctors. Even yeah. though, like, I'm such a hypochondriac, I'm seriously a book full of contradictions. Ah. You know what? No, I think you're just honest with yourself. I think you're like the most real person. Oh, that's scary even in saying that. You're the <laughs> most real person I know because you are a walking contradiction and like ridiculousness. But I think everyone is, but no one admits that. But yes. at least you have like the, um, what's it called when you have like, you can identify it in yourself. Self-critical? Like self, self-awareness. Self-awareness. Uh, that like you're like a hot mess, but like. Absolute. I think everyone's like in denial. I'm this great. podcast. Please. Literally. Truly. I, I think we, do, as I said last oh, episode. There's the sound bite for our, uh, <laughs> our trailer. <laughs> Which you ruined by interrupting Damn me. Damn it, I know shit, fuck. 
I, I That's another soundbite. <laughs> I think I think exactly just that. Everybody is a walking book of contradictions, but I think by sort of voicing out loud, I want people to be like, "Oh, I relate to that." Like I I totally understand how that person mm. operates or mm. I don't actually understand how they operate, but I sort of understand from like an objective point of view why they would think like that. Like, mm. I want people to be like, it's okay to ha- be irrational and have these irrational thoughts, but they do stem from somewhere that most people have. They mm. just don't want to admit it. Of course, exactly. Yeah. So, coming back. Oh my god, no, I, I've lost track of that. I was, I was on such a high. I know that that was such a good role. I was like, and that's why we're all <laughs> fucked when zombies come because we're all. record. <laughs> oh. Don't even joke about it. Fear. Real fear. Press um, and record. Okay, so just really quickly, because <gasps> oh, everything is, is so serious, mm. is there, like, oh, I guess you just would have said you have one the fun onion. Actually, let me just have a quick look at my list that I prepared earlier. Wait, I had... Oh, and the other one is just being poor. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, mind spiral. Like the heading, fears. It goes caving, getting old and ugly, not being successful, being poor, not being good enough. Literally, I just spiraled in like five <laughs> dot points. I literally spiraled. That is where my mental capacity is right now. But that is that's what that is actually something that I wanted to touch on. Like how your fears change over time, and as you get older, I was like my biggest fear when I was a kid. I didn't have any fears when I was a kid. Like when I was little, yeah, maybe I was like afraid of like the dark. <laughs> Fucking wish that was my only fear now then you get like, you're a teenager and the biggest fear is what am I wearing out on a Friday night oh yeah rejection 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 absolutely yep. Rege- yeah that's the biggest one now mine is money paying for things keeping up with the Joneses whatever like being See, successful god okay this is a weird okay I'm kind of weirdly the opposite oh well, you're not human no it's oh, see there's an that's... alien here there's an alien in the room <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, I was going to say, yeah, it's because I, like, can't drive and crashed my <laughs> spaceship. Oh, yay, second Asian stereotype reference. <gasps> oh, thank God the Asians sang them. <laughs> Otherwise, we'd be cancelled. Um, yeah, I, I don't have a fear. It's not a fear. Okay, so those are what I constitute as worry. I worry about money. I mm. worry about success. I worry about, oh, my God, am I going to be, like, called out at work? Mm. I worry about those things. But I guess the difference between that Oh, I love that we have layers of fear, worry, fear. Yeah, yeah, phobia. Phobia. Yeah, I think that's that, great. This is. I love humanity. <laughs> I love living. I I think the worry part is more like I will get through it. I I, I think yeah. that's it. So with worry, it's like anxiety, worry, but those are things that I usually have a solution. Mm. So if I. If I fear being poor, I i mean, it's not as easy to say I'll just work harder because mm. that's not how it works. But mm. there is usually some kind of solution. But is this your delusion talking? Because sometimes, like, people are homeless. I people, know. Like, people, it all falls apart. Okay. Truth telling? Mm. Homelessness is actually my my number one fear. What? Okay. About death? <clears throat> Yes. Oh, okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. Maybe not number. It's it's really up there because I was homeless for a while, and so Let's do a deep dive. Okay, here we go. Get the tissue box ready. Um, where's that little violin? <laughs> <laughs> um. So I, when I was in my early twenties, and I decided to go traveling around the world, 
I have boo hoo. The story starting. <laughs> the story is starting <laughs> off so bad. Oh my god, I feel so bad for Anderson. Oh, and oh, it decided to go on a gay cruise. No, um, I know. <laughs> and I came back after three months traveling around Asia, and I don't know why, but I never, th- I didn't think I was coming back. I actually thought to myself, I might just go back home to LA. So ah, I visited okay, yeah. my folks, and I thought, mm. oh, actually, maybe this is like a life-changing mm. moment where I migrate back home. Ah, okay, yeah. It didn't happen. I was like, I actually prefer Sydney. Yeah, right. So I came back. The thing was, I thought it would be really easy to find a place. Mm. Because... Um, <laughs> Welcome to Sydney. <laughs> well, no, this was in 2010. Actually, yeah. So, so totally I thought, like, <clears throat> yeah. I thought sharing would be so easy, mm-hmm. rental would be so plentiful, and it wasn't. Mm. And I kind of got the shock of my life. Mm. And I remember... A couple of friends, they had places, but there was like, you know, scheduling issues. Yeah, so there were issues about finding housing. Mm. I had to live in my car for about like, I would say two months. That's a long time. I mean, not really. Like in the scheme of things, it's not that big of a deal. But when you're in it, though. Whoa. So I remember this one time I... um. Please say that's when, because it's the only time that it would be acceptable, that's when the two weeks, two and a half weeks of not brushing your teeth coincided with living in your car. Because then we give you a free pass. Actually, that's how that story should go. <laughs> Do you know what? It was. I didn't even, I didn't even calculate my time being homeless. Well, like, sorry, 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 my time being unhomed. Yeah. I probably didn't brush my teeth that whole time. Holy fuck. <sighs> Do you know, there's a saying saying that the smell of when you first open the doors of like a, the airplane doors of like a long fly, Mm. that smell Mm. is unlike anything on this earth. Really? Because it's like, you don't notice it. Yeah, because you're in it. You're in it. Yeah. It's like Dutch ovening yourself. (laughs) Exactly. But apparently people say that when you, whoever's unlucky enough to open the latch, it's like, it's just hours of 50, 100 bodies. Exactly. Of gas and like bacteria. Oh my God. Oil. I have never heard of that or even thought about that. And now all I want to do is open that door. But I mean, I thought, okay, well, maybe, obviously there's air circulating, but it's still, it's still stale. It's, yeah. Yeah, totally. And so it's recycled air, and yeah, still, yeah. it's still recycled human odor yeah. that's like compressed over yeah. like 24 hours. That was Ooh. my car. When I was homeless, oh. I would eat in there. I would obviously like sleep in there. I didn't brush my teeth. Where like, were you? Like, what street were you on? Like, um, is it just in Sydney? Where it wasn't Sydney. Like, okay, okay. This Full... is also the car that you dumped on the side of the road and cancel. I had to like cancel. Had to take it away. Yeah, wow. <clears throat> yeah. That car. I was so mileage. put together in my twenties. God, you were. <laughs> <laughs> okay. T- full disclosure. I wasn't completely on like it's not like I didn't have some options so mm-hmm. I had family in Sydney mm. but I didn't want to bother them already more than I had to and so mm. so sometimes I would crash on their couch mm. um and obviously like take showers there blah 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 mm. but I remember it was the feeling more of not having a permanent resident yeah so I remember this one time I went to a house party Mm. And oh, this is so sad. I was oh. deliberately trying to hit on a guy just so I can stay over at his place. I mean, it was we've all been there, dog. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember like thinking to myself. By the way, I found out the guy was straight. 
But I was so desperate to not sleep in my car that I went from like hitting on him to like, oh, well, let's just play video games at your place. So I can just like oh. crash on the couch when you go to bed. He was like fucking stage five clinger here. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. did you? I did. <gasps> yeah. I like yes. guilt tripped him into like letting me stay the night. Let's but say it is the powers of persuasion. Or desperation. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. It's like Pride and Prejudice. There's a Jane Austen novel oh, about it. Oh, I absolutely <laughs> lost Pemberley. <laughs> Oh, there you got Mr. Darcy yeah. for a night. Um, so yeah, like oh, actually, did you seal the deal, or you just play video games? Did you fuck him? No, 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 no. He was, was straight. It? Oh well, no, 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 no. I, I don't think he was straight. Like curious, he, he was just straight. And no, I think I just like bugged him until he let me crash into on his couch. Cute. Do I know this person? No, 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 no. Like, but ever since then, I have this big fear of being homeless again. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's and PTSD, I, babes. Oh my god! And can I just say that was just only two months. Yeah, imagine permanently. It's fucking awful, and yeah. I don't know if our statistics of those who are unhoused mm. is high or not in Sydney. Well, isn't that the thing that people always say? Like, it's actually the way that our system is set up. Like, there shouldn't be any homelessness. Like, it's very hard to be homeless. Whereas in America, like, it's so plur- like prolific. it's so prevalent in yeah, America. Yeah. Um, Prevalent? Prolific. Different words. Same meaning. Am I saying it wrong? I don't know. No, I don't know. I think they're two different words. It's it's a problem. <laughs> problem. It's a problem. It's a big problem. Big, big, big problem. Yeah, but, yeah, and it makes me really sad because, like, I don't know what the solution is. And as someone whose biggest oh, fear can... is being homeless, mm. I, I, hate, I hate seeing it. Mm. I know people have, like, people hate seeing homelessness for so many different reasons mm. because they think, oh, like, Oh, I don't know. It's it's such a complicated yeah, issue. Yeah, there's a lot of layers there. It, it, it's, it's not as simple as like, it, it's just, it's not simple. No. Um, I know I hate it because I absolutely can relate to it. Yeah. And with the prices of Sydney now. Oh, impossible. I, I saw, I, I read this, <laughs> I skimmed this Guardian article that said more than 1,300 Australians a week resort to homelessness. Wow. These days. A- across Australia. Right. So not 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 exactly just Sydney, but like across the whole of Australia. Thirteen hundred. Was that thirteen hundred? Yeah. A week. A week. Wow. I have to find this article just to make sure I'm not making up bullshit. You're right. Facts. But it, Check uh, that those facts, babes. But yeah, doesn't totally. surprise me. Well, well, the way the housing is in Sydney, I know. Like one of my friends is looking for a house as we speak, and it was six hundred dollars for a <gasps> shitty studio, no parking, no internal laundry. Okay, so speaking of fear versus worry, this is when, like, the worries start to become a fear. Yeah. Because it's so unescapable, the idea of, like, okay, I think it used to be the norm you pay one-fifth of your income to rent. Yeah. No more. These days? Oof. Half. Minimum. Yeah. Yeah. To share. It's not even half to yourself. It's like you still share. I know this- shitty place. Yeah. Honestly, with like mold on the walls Ugh. or like no back door. Thank you, Merrickville. <laughs> you know, like, and it's, it's been blown out. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's like, so that is a fear. Oh, God, yeah. Not, not like it's not a worry anymore. It's mm. it's a fear of like, fuck, my finances are not supporting me. Totally. Because everyone lives paycheck to paycheck. Can I say something? And this is so shocking. Mm. So, my old job, I was barely making. No, no, I was probably like ten grand above minimum wage. Mm. 
for salary, mm, and mm. I was a creative lead. Mm. So I was leading a small department of designers. Mm. I was, you know, like it wasn't like a junior role. Yeah. When I left, I got a new job that paid. It was like fifty percent more. Yeah. Still struggling. I'm still struggling. What What is that? That happens to me all the time. I've gone like I started off in Sydney on forty five thousand dollars, like straight out of uni. That was my mm-hmm. like Same. starting, which is like I say I say that to young people today, and they're like, it's not even an option. They're like, D- how? How? I'm, I'm like, honestly, I, I you could not live on that now, but. Like, that wasn't that long ago. Like, I've only been in the workforce for maybe, like, 15 years, 20 years, maybe. When I started my first job, like, my first full-time job, I was a media assistant for a media buying company. Mm. Um, My salary was 28000 Like, fuck. That, like, I spend that on, like, I spent nearly double that on rent a year, like, now. And I spent, yeah, that, yeah. that exactly. Did you live at home? How did you make that work? Uh, I... I wasn't. I, I definitely right. wasn't sharing. I, I yeah. was living with my uncle at that time. Yeah, right. Um, but so you well, sorry, house that crashing. House yeah. crashing. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like that's the th- so that like that is the thing with, um, like no matter. So I started on forty five. Now I'm on like obviously a lot more than that. But like she's affluent, Kim. But <laughs> <laughs> but, like, but still, but like I made it work on forty five. Now I can't make it on. I still can't make it work on what I'm on now. Um. I'm at this point where I have almost, almost, not quite, but I've almost got to the point where it's double my old salary. Mm. I'm still living paycheck to paycheck. And I don't know what I'm doing wrong. But back in the days Mm. when I was on barely minimum wage, Mm. I still managed to save. Uh, So So, I've never been a saver. I can't do it. I managed to still save, not much, but like a couple of grand enough for me to go on a holiday or two. Yeah, right. And I'm like, something is not computing. Right. I, and I'm not an avid spender. Like, ugh, I do take Ubers a lot. I mean, this is so boring. No one gives a fuck. But mm. I just don't understand how we are expected to not just live, but to survive. People have to die so they leave you money. It is the only way. Preach. It is the only way. percent. And if you don't have that, you're fucked. You're fucked. I know. A hundred percent. If you don't have rich mommy and dad, you are done. Do you know, I, okay, coming back to the- Not to spark fear in any of our listeners, <laughs> if that's you. No, I, I think it's a really valid point. I think sometimes, you know how like we discussed the, the idea of worry versus fear? So mm. worry is where mm. you see a solution. Yeah. Um, well, like it's in the horizon. Yeah. Fear is, it can be irrational and you don't yeah. really see yourself getting out of it. Yeah. I don't know how the our next generation is going to survive. <sighs> Look, we might lose another listener for this comment, <laughs> but like, I feel like the next generation's. Oh, feel free to edit this out. A bit weak. Okay, no, you know what? I'm not going to edit that out because I completely disagree. I think really? the next generation is just, if not more, resilient because they are so aware of how fucked they are. I don't think it's weakness. I think it's their way of coping. Well, 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 okay, let me ask you this. Why do you think they're weak? No, so I think they're mentally strong, physically weak. I disagree. See, I think I think they're like so woke. <sighs> we cannot keep on topic, but I hate that fucking word. Oh, I because, hate the word. But, no, 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 no. Oh, yeah, it, because I hate it because it's used incorrectly. Oh, uh, okay, right. Okay. So I just use it incorrectly. 
No, but you're using it in a way that's been bastardized. Fair. So, I mean, this is my understanding. Obviously, mm. like, people can write in. If mm. <laughs> lol. Um, <laughs> so, the word woke first started um, in, like, the American black communities as mm. a way of saying they're aware of, like, System, like systemic racism mm, 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 or mm. like they're aware of like government mistreatment, mm. police brutality. Mm. It's being aware that mm. they are targeted mm. or it's being aware of their unfair treatment. Yeah, totally. Like you're woke to yeah. um, whatever's happening out there. Yeah. Or injustice. And injustice. Yeah. Or it could also sort of mean kind of like just being aware. Okay, yeah. Okay. These days, it's being used in such a defamatory way of saying mm. social issues. If you mm. give a shit about it, mm. you're woke. And mm. that's what I fucking hate. But see, I think that's what they've got going for them, being woke. So I that's know. My... Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, oh, no. Right. I, okay, I, I right. get it. It's just, it's right. just okay. the word has been used in such a negative tone. Got it. Okay. It has such negative connotations. Yeah. I'm like, it's like just being aware. Okay. So, I, I, so t- striking woke. And I, I would say then their humility and their understanding and their education on all of those topics of injustice and everything, like, not just that, but I think, like, they're incredibly open-minded and accepting and tolerant and all of that, which no other generation has had. Because like, So I, that is their superpower, which I, like, absolutely. From my own personal experience, there is, oh, God, I'm going to get cancelled. There is no backbone there. Like I don't, I don't expect my employees to do anything that I wouldn't do, and when I maybe like put like put my foot down in the slightest bit, oh my god, the amount of kickback I get, and I'm like, it's not, like I fucking did all of that and more when I was like going through the trenches of like like shit kicker jobs, like, and I didn't even battle to talk back. I wouldn't even dream of it. Now there's like this sense of entitlement that oh I'm getting can't you looking at me like <laughs> no I'm just like hell what are you know, right <laughs> this sense of entitlement coming through like young people that I'm just like oh my god I would never even dare spoken to my manager or or superior or anything like that I see how like kids speak to their parents and I'm like fuck me dad I would have been like smacked or I would have been smacked that's not something they can do anymore either like so I think their awareness. And, like, mental capacity, stronger than any other, because uh, ultra-right white men, they don't have that. They're, like, judging is fucking horrible. So that's their superpower, but they're, like, resilient. Zombie apocalypse, they're all dead. Okay, let me just put my two cents. Yeah. I think... Great. Mm. Okay, but l- let me... No, 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 no. <laughs> and done. No, no, no. I think... I think there's actually nothing wrong with knowing your worth and mm-hmm. standing up for yourself. 100%. So, for example, a really good yeah, point. Right. A really good point. You're right. When I was, like, a junior designer mm. or when I was interning, mm. I would be treated like absolute dog shit. Yeah. In fact, my pug shit is treated a lot better than yeah. what I was. Yeah. At least I picked yeah. it up in a very sustainable way, yeah. you know, treated with care. Yeah. No, I was treated like absolute I get base. where you're going with this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. yeah. And... Sure, I rose the ranks, but I rose the ranks so fucking slowly, and I wasted mm. unnecessary hours doing mm. unnecessary shit for mm. unnecessary purposes. And so that's the yeah, and that's what I also think about it. Like, just because I did it, why am I making someone else? Yes, do it? but or not like, only that. Yeah. I think if we're gonna talk about the next generation and their sort of like entitlement, I don't know if it's entitlement or no them knowing their own worth. 
them knowing that their time on this planet is mm. already fucked up by all mm. of the factors that we've imposed on them from the older generation. Yeah, so maybe I'm just jealous of them. Maybe. I mean, I'm talking as though I'm not that, right? I'm, yeah. I work to the bones if I have to, mm. but... I'm also like, fuck it. You have one life. Like, is yeah, but okay, what are you gonna go and home and do? Just unless, go home and sit on the couch and watch TV. So, but that's wow, your live time. your life. But that is your time. You're allocated that time. Okay, great, cool. Well, you're not getting a raise. Fine, <laughs> fine. But the okay. So in my mind, I'm like, you say that, but, but then you ex- expect to get a raise. Sorry, I cut you off. Okay, let me let me yeah. put it this sorry, way. Sorry, sorry. If you do your job, yeah. And the company is asking you to do a lot more. Mm. First of all, if you don't do it, will the company like die? No, it won't go bankrupt because you don't like meet the deadline one day earlier. Probably doesn't apply to salespeople, but yeah. Fair. Sure. <laughs> do you know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's. I, I, I didn't sell anything. <laughs> the company's not going to go under. I didn't sell no. a thing. <laughs> and, and, and the thing is, like, you might not get the promotion, but like, well, you don't know that. Like, I, I don't think. But then you're outraged if you don't get the promotion. This is what I okay. mean. The you know what? Flip, no, flip, flip that around. How many people do you know work themselves to the bone, mm. and they have been overlooked for for a promotion because of external factors like nepotism, or because they're just well liked more by the boss? Mm. So it's like, okay, well, on that same example. What is the point of working a thousand times harder if you're being overlooked? See, I don't know anyone like that. I do. I knew I knew I was like that. I was I got promoted once in my life. Okay. And I used to work from like I mean, well, I don't know, like it's a personality thing Mm. or whatever. Maybe I didn't fit the company culture, but like I definitely got overlooked many times. Yeah. And I do not talk back. I'm like so passive. Mm. You know, because there's a fear. I have a fear of like um, countering authority. Yeah, totally. Add that confrontation. To the list. Oh, yes. Oh God. Add that to the list. Yeah. I have a big fear of like you know speaking back to my elders. I have the fear of like not being respectful. Yeah. The thing is, I I think that's also healthy. You know, sort of like ugh, I hate the I hate the phrase knowing your place, mm. but it's sort of, you know, like you should sort of respect your elders because of lived experiences. Yes. But. Also, people need to die because they're all fucking racist and homophobic. Right, totally. But then that's what I mean. Like the younger generation has that amazing. Yeah, that's what. Yes, the balance. It's the resilience, and they know their. Like I like to think the younger generations know their worth, and they can see when things are fucked. Totally. Because of like exactly because of social media, because of like the internet, whatever the reason is. We are. They are so much more aware Mm. of the optics of the world and the direction it's heading. Maybe I'm just judgy, bitter, and old. I think that's what it is. All your fears ticked in one box. <laughs> tick, 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 boom. <laughs> I have one more. Do it. But I don't know what's... what's let's, our... uh, let's do one okay. more and then... No, 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 no. It's it's the last one. It's but last this one, yeah. is the one where I want to be a bit careful of. Now, webbing. <laughs> now, warning. Now. And I did say double click on it a few times. Because we keep mentioning it a few times. But we haven't spoken about it later. What is it? Fear. Oh. The fear of being cancelled. Ooh, yeah, because that, that's uh, after that just last topic. Yeah. No, but this is something I find. Okay, so I definitely know that there's a few things in my. <sighs> okay, so. Sorted past. 
this podcast, one of them. Um, yeah. Okay, so we were, I don't know if the word is lucky or unlucky. We were of the generation mm-hmm. where social media just began. Yeah. So we did obviously start using social media in mm. a way that was probably not as smart. Not as Entirely. Not as considered. Curated. Mm-hmm. So anything we did, yeah. Facebook. Anything we did, Twitter, MySpace, MySpace, whatever it is, right? And it wasn't, like, fully thought out. We never understood the The consequences. Yeah, repercussions. Lizzo. (gasps) (gasps) I have thoughts on that. Oh, my God, yeah, totally. Let's double (laughs) quick. So this is the last. Lizzo will be the last. Um, So for me, when I think back on my social media... Mm. I have things where I'm like, we, you and I both one know, yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing in particular where I'm like, <laughs> if that ever got out, canceled, canceled. I would be like canceled, and I'm not the only one that has done it. Oh, totally. I know. I have known people with some very questionable content up there, Oof. and I'm like, fuck, like, because we were the first generation to really be exposed to social media, totally. and. Like, right now, I think the next generation is so fucking savvy about it. They know that this is not, like, this can't be condoned. Mm. They know that this can't be used. They know Mm. that this can't be shown. Mm. We didn't. Yeah, totally. Like, what we thought were edgy things is actually probably, like, really racist, homophobic, or, like, misogynistic, blah, blah, the list goes on. Yeah. The thing is, should we be sort of judged by those standards? Totally, yeah. Or are we judged by the standards of the now? Massive question. And so, like, the fear... uh, Look, who are we? We're nobodies. So, like, truly, like, what is there to cancel us for? Totally. But I always have this fear, like, fuck, people are going to find out about my past in one way or another that I don't want them to find out. And, like, I'm going to lose my fucking job. Totally. But I also feel like it's, like, I hate to say witch hunt but i feel like there is a bit of that culture where anyone is looking for anything that anyone does to cancel them like everyone like keyboard warriors they were all they want to just be like holier than now because god forbid they've ever done anything wrong so like you can't make a mistake and i get there are mistakes and there are mistakes obviously mm. but like that that like that irrational Canceling Do you know what it is? I don't know. No, no, no. I know. Actually, I know what it is for me. Mm. It is the fear of your of people's judgment Mm. having consequences. Mm. Meaning, or actually, it is the fear of people's judgment on your behavior with real impact. So, for example, you know, people say like, "Don't care what people think." Well, Mm. it's hard to think that when those thoughts and opinions start to actually have real life consequences, Consequences. which is a losing friends, losing jobs, or being like doxxed. I guess. Um, I mean, I I know I say I have the fear of being canceled, but the fear is more like, have I done something in my past that at that time I was young and dumb and full of cum, but now I'm just like, oh my god. Will that, like, haunt me? Yeah. I will say one thing, though. Weirdly enough, I think the fear of being canceled isn't as permanent. Meaning, when you look at Hollywood... Okay, for I, I use Hollywood because it's so visible mm. as an example. But there are people out there who have been, quotation marks, canceled. Mm-hmm. And then they 
fucking have a comeback, like well, roaring success. That depends on like their Louis C.K. Uh, yeah, exactly. But then, like straight white man. No, but mm. I mean, you can say that about Harvey Weinstein. He's a straight white man. He's absolutely not totally. coming back. Totally. But Unless he's got, coming back from the dead. Yeah, yeah. But then you've got like Kevin Spacey's. Then you've got the Lizzo's. Like, why the Lizzo's? is she getting targeted? Because she's a fat woman. Black okay, woman. she's a large, sorry, sorry large yeah. black woman. Yeah, which is the like. Uh, if, her if Beyonce brand, yes. did the exact same thing, totally fine. No, I don't think that. Ugh. No, 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 no. The, well, I hate Beyonce. Okay, so, like, okay, is, so that is that point. is your cancel moment. I know, literally. Good. I would Beyonce? love to be canceled on that point. You know, it's funny how we think we're gonna get canceled, and it's like we're just commentating. We're commentating on people whose lives are so much like more extravagant and famous than ours. Well, like, so that's the thing because who like, cares it, about our opinions? Who fucking cares? Yeah, who gives a fuck? Yeah, exactly. What are you gonna do? Cancel this podcast? Oh well, I've got my <laughs> Sunday mornings more available now. I know. It's like, do you know what I found really fucking gross? Mm. Do you remember the Amber Heard versus Johnny oh, Depp? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that shit trash dumpster fire of yeah, a trial. A trial. Yeah. Fucked. Do you know when it first occurred? I remember Johnny Depp was pulled from every project. Yeah. I think that's yeah, that was the reason. Millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. Yeah, he yeah. was pulled from the Harry. Potter. I mean that that was also Fraud. dumpster fire, but yeah, whatever. Totally. Pulled from that and. Uh, the pirate thing, wasn't it? Wasn't yeah, it? like lost yeah. a role in the pirate. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Whatever, yeah. But. The damage is done. W- no. The complete opposite. Like Well, like, the, in the moment, the damage is done. But then, in like, the in moment. The other, but like, now, on top, right? he's yeah. like seen as a victim. And I'm sure he probably was. Yeah. yeah but yeah. I'm like, it's like, I think they were both the aggressors and the victims. Oh, totally. From what I, like, I didn't really follow, but I, it was everywhere. I don't yeah. know the details because I was like I found it quite sick. Yeah. But let's not an absurdist. An absurd, right? but like, let's yeah. not pretend that the public opinion mm. was all for Johnny Depp <gasps> and against totally. Amber. Totally. Yeah, totally. Like against. Yeah. Like I'm sure she did back to the Barbie movie. Like that yeah. whole entire thing. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah, totally. And I'm like, look, I'm pretty sure they were both awful people. Mm, mm, mm. But goddamn, the public hated her. Yeah. They wanted to burn her to a crisp mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's why they call it a witch hunt they don't call it a warlock hunt or whatever yeah, yeah. oh mm-hmm. did i just save myself from getting cancelled probably not but Damn that it. was brilliant nice one did you make that one i up did on i also spot? That, that's an ashism <gasps> i love your ashism yeah. pity i've already been cancelled by the time i got to <laughs> this point in the podcast but yeah actually that is a fucking good point yeah. it's a witch hunt mm-hmm. not a warlock hunt mm-hmm Thank you all those years of watching Buffy. <laughs> and yeah, and so... And Charmed. I mean, but Johnny Depp, his career is back on... I'm pretty sure it's back on track. Like, he's getting roles. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Again, don't quote me. But like, I, Amber Heard is nowhere to be seen. Oh. She's like, quit Hollywood. She's like, Done. chased into the middle of like... like Lana Del Rey working at Wendy's. Like... Sure. Let's go with that. Oh, that's a reference. That's yeah. A topical. But anyway. Yeah. And so, uh, I don't know, like... <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> don't warlock hunt me. <laughs> you know, uh, I I don't know if I'm going to include the whole cancel segment. Yeah, I know. But I do there. love the it's a it's a witch hunt, not a warlock. Oh, you've got to keep that in. We have to. Ref- that was so. I mean, here we are congratulating ourselves. <laughs> I'm patting myself on the shoulder, people. <laughs> But that, yeah, that was a really good point. I really okay. like that point. Yeah. Okay, let's wrap this up. 
Yeah. We've been going for, what, two and a half hours? <gasps> Is it? It's 12.30. What time do we start? Holy shit. Okay, goodbye. Is that it? Is that how it Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Holy shit and goodbye. It was like two and a half hours.